Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. My topic today is walking in the light. And we can start with 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. What does it mean to walk in the light? From this verse, we see what the results of walking in the light are. We have fellowship with one another, and Christ cleanses us from all sin. These are two very desirable consequences, aren't they? So what does it mean to walk in the light? So I'm going to look at a couple of other scriptures to shed some light on this topic. John 8, 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So this means that by following Jesus, we are walking in the light. So he is the light. And if we're following him, we're not walking in darkness, but we have this light of life. And remembering that he himself is the light. So unbelievers walk in darkness. And it's so obvious, isn't it? It's just light and dark, black and white. It's a sharp line of difference between the light and the darkness. And if we're following Jesus, then by definition, we're not walking in darkness. And then moving on to Ephesians 5, 8 through 10. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Okay, so notice, you were once darkness. You were walking in darkness. You were not following Jesus. But now you are light in the Lord. You walk, you walk like you are who you are. (laughs) You're children of light, so you're walking as though you are children of light. And this fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Okay, this is just so great. To say walk, to say the word walk is just another way of saying live. So walk in the light, live in the light. And since we're children of light, we're to act like it. And we are to wear what the Puritans would call the livery of the Lord. And that's, that's an old word that just refers to a distinctive uniform. And you know When you see the uniform, what it's saying, who is the master here? And we are to live or walk in a manner that's consistent with our uniform. So in old England, and probably still to this day, great houses had all the servants wore a certain uniform. They wore a certain livery. So you knew who they worked for. You knew where they belonged, what house they were associated with. And so our uniform, you know, today it's more about where you work. Uh, the military has uniforms. You just, you identify who the people are, where they're connected by their uniform. And so we wear the distinctive uniform of Christ as we're walking in the light. And this is, this is just so basic, and yet it's so good to think about. Our behavior, how we're walking, is either going to be consistent with the uniform or inconsistent with the uniform. So now we have these distinguishing characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. And the ones mentioned here 
goodness, righteousness, and truth. That's what is associated with the light of the Lord, these qualities. So it's our calling as children of light to find out what is acceptable to the Lord. I love that part of verse 10 in Ephesians 5, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. It's just, well, how do we find out? Well, we're women of the word. We're in his word every day. And those of you in the Bible reading challenge, you get what I'm saying. And those of you who have a different, uh, just a different method of reading, hats off, it doesn't matter. Just so long as you are in the word, that is how we find out what's acceptable to the Lord. We don't have to second guess. It's like, I don't know. Um, Does God approve of cheating on my income taxes or not? (laughs) That might be a random example. But nevertheless, as we're in the word, we're guided by the light and we make decisions in the light and we trust him as we walk in him. All right. One of the things Christians have to learn early on is to say no to ungodliness and worldliness. We have the light so we can see We can find out what is acceptable or pleasing to God. So we have to say yes to godliness and righteousness, and we say no to ungodliness and unrighteousness. There's a clear line. And walking in the light illumines our way, obviously, and we can tell where the line is, and we see where we're going, which is such an enormous blessing if you think about it. We might be used to it if we've been walking with the Lord for a long time. And yet, if we had to step out of the light, think of just the horror of walking in the darkness. Okay, back to verse, uh, the verse in 1 John. If we're walking in the light, we are in fellowship with one another. This is a really important characteristic of the Christian life right here. What is it to be in fellowship? Well, partly it's to have a clean conscience. Uh, There's no outstanding sins that you know of that you have not put right. It's to have no unconfessed sin between you and your brother or your sister. If you wrong someone, you seek forgiveness. You seek forgiveness from God. You seek forgiveness from your brother or sister. You cannot walk in the light and be unforgiving. You cannot walk in the light and not put things right. And It just makes you feel sick inside when you have something between you and a brother or sister, and you know you've got to put it right. It's just, once fellowship is restored, it's just so wonderful again, so peaceful and joyful again. You're restored to fellowship. But the longer you put off getting fellowship restored, the harder it gets. And the more you put it off, the more vulnerable you are to just getting hardened and bitter and after a while, you don't, you don't know any longer what's acceptable to the Lord, or you don't want to do it if you do know. And we want to stay tenderhearted. We want to stay in good fellowship with the Lord and with one another. And so we want to work on walking in the light and staying in fellowship. A guilty conscience avoids the people they have wronged. All right. If you know you have wronged someone, you avoid them. And I just say, ask the Lord, is there somebody you're avoiding? (laughs) Because if they wronged you, you don't have to avoid them at all because you have forgiven them in your heart before the Lord. And if they haven't put things right, they might be, you know, turning around when they see you coming because they have a guilty conscience. But if you've forgiven them and there's nothing on your side, 
you know, you, although you would love to have the fellowship restored, you'd love for them to come and seek your forgiveness. You're ready to do it. There's no guilt on your side. So that's why you're not avoiding people. So do a quick check, ladies. Is there anybody you're avoiding? You see them at the grocery store and you just kind of dart down a side aisle or you, it's like, ah, don't want to see her. Let's put it right. Let's take care of business and walk in the light and have fellowship with one another and experience the full cleansing of forgiveness in Christ. Now, we can get out of fellowship all by ourselves. We don't need other people to help us. You can, you know, you can wake up with a grumpy, uh, scoldy attitude. You can wake up with, uh, where you're feeding some self-pity or jealousy or impatience. We, in other words, we can sin all by ourselves. It's not always involving other people, but it most definitely affects other people. Because if I have a bad attitude, the people around me are affected by it because I'm not walking in the joy of the Lord. So if you're not in fellowship with God, you can't be in fellowship with everyone else and you can't fake it. It's fakey. And it looks fakey, and you know it is. And the result of that is marriages, friendships, families can become fractured. And sometimes it's over the dumbest things. But it's because we weren't taking care of things. We weren't getting back in fellowship. We weren't admitting our sin and our wrongs and seeking forgiveness. So walk in the light. Find out what is acceptable to the Lord and do it. Live it. Take note of when you're just feeling out of fellowship. It's like, Lord, what's wrong with me this morning? What's wrong with me? What, how did I get out of fellowship? And if you really don't know what it is, ask him. Ask him what it is. Lord, you search my heart and show me what is it. And he is faithful and he will show you so that you can take care of it and get forgiven and get back in fellowship. This is the Christian life. This is just walking as a Christian. There will be many opportunities every day to get back in fellowship. So don't fill your heart and mind with other people's sins. Forgive them. Stay in fellowship. Bitterness will clutch to the wrongs of others and drive you out of the light into the darkness. Don't clutch your own sins and refuse to put them right because you would have to humble yourself to go and seek forgiveness. That's correct. And that's good for you. So humble yourself. Put it right. And walk in the light and experience, experience good fellowship with God and with his people. So practice this in your marriage, in your families, in your friendships, in all your connections, in every place. And you think, well, how do I put things right with an unbeliever? Well, you just confess your sin. If it's an obvious sin, you confess it. You don't wait for them to confess theirs because they're walking in the darkness. You can't hold a grudge until they do. That's that's a waste of time. And why should you be out of fellowship? Because they are. They're, they're not right with the Lord at all. So you extend forgiveness and keep going, moving on. Teach this to your children. They have many opportunities every day to walk in the light, to get out of fellowship, to stay in fellowship. Show them how and teach them cheerfully. And this is just basic Christian living 101. And it's how we experience the joy of living the Christian life in a fallen world. And hasn't God been kind to us to invite us into the light so we walk in the light all our days? Thank you so much for joining me today and blessings on your week. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the audiobook for Nancy Wilson's Virtuous. 
Listen today on the Canon app.